Have a cup of tea. 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 Are we, are we doing it? We're doing it. We're doing it. Hi. And hello. Yamihi Nua Nui Koto Katoa. Which is hello and welcome to Sugary, Sugary Brew. Brew. Anna's <laughs> laughing at Points for effort, right? Points for effort? I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to That's get my, Gina's. That's my stab at um, uh, inclusivity uh, in the local language of New Zealand. Tereo Māori. Anna just said kapai. Kapai. Thank or you, Anna. kapai, as I kapai, like to kapow. say. Kapow. Kapow. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to Sugary Brew. I'm uh, Sugary. Podcast. I'm Brew. I'm Brew. Podcast about us and movies and music and Middle age. And middle-aged and tea. We took Samba to uh, see Paula, who is your sister-in-law and our vet. Lovely Paula. She is incredible. Uh, she probably won't be listening to this ever, so that's all right. I'm not sure I've told her we're doing it. Um, I I may I might have mentioned it, and she didn't seem surprised. No, we have. We we were talking about middle age, and she was. I mean, she basically was quite insistent that middle age now. I don't know if she mentioned that she read it in some medical paper, but she was saying it starts at sixty now. So that was. I mean, she well, she was pretty insistent. She's a lovely lovely person and incredibly good at what she does but she's also completely wrong mm. on that front well there you go i think maybe that's for dogs maybe it's in dog years dog years life begins at 60 if you're a dog that's very old for a dog isn't it that's only that's like six how many years is that in actual years 60 i don't really get how that works dog years clearly you don't no and i have a dog he's 15 human years almost that's nearly middle-aged. Is it? No, it's way past middle-aged. It's, it's way, way past middle-aged. Yeah. Samba is an elder gentleman. How do you call after? Is it final age? Ooh. God, that's a bit grim, isn't it? After middle-aged comes What's the, the, the final innings. Yeah, oh, cricket reference. Ah, Danny. Thank you. Um, yeah, so it's a, a youth, middle-age, and... Pre-death. Decreptitude. <laughs> I think that's not a word, is it? No. And also, we should... Be careful what we call ourselves before we quite reach it. I'm not calling myself that. Mm. One day. One day. By episode 50, we may. <laughs> that would be lovely. That would be lovely to be doing this into old age with you, Danny Sugar. Oh, thanks. So, any outstanding issues from last episode? Um, we, I think we've got a few things to talk about. I sent you a couple of links to some music we talked about last week, which yes. you haven't got around haven't to. Haven't got around no. to. But I also Helpful. saw that you did send a Spotify playlist, as we promised. So that's good. Yep. We're going to publish that on the Facebook page. Um, also, we set up the domain name. So we now have an email address, which is hi, H-I-I-I, at sugarybrew.com. If you put too many eyes or not enough eyes, we'll still get it. So, don't worry we're not, about it. We're not eyeist. No, we have many eyes. If you, um, yeah, just just uh, what's that? Send Wasn't it to it in, in the news this week that New Zealand is letting down the five eyes thing against China because we're going into a trade agreement with. Doesn't matter. That's cutting edge politics, as you were. 
I've got no idea what you're talking about. I don't look at the news very often. Um, and also, obviously, Facebook it doesn't really give us the real news. It just gives us what people are whinging about. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go to Facebook for your news. No. I think it, there was a controversy. Was that what, was that your mouse? No, it was the fridge. Uh, so the fridge is a bit different. to How do you eat segue. a fridge? One mouthful at a time? Mouseful at a time? No, that's elephants, isn't it? Um, you know, no, the joke is, how do you know if there's an elephant's been in your fridge? Footprints in the butter. <laughs> but to me, that was... Don't worry, I don't know as what you the, were. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, point is, we've been battling a mouse this week. Um, it started off as a very cute little thing that we we found in our pantry. We managed to capture alive in some perspex perspex yeah no Pers- no it was uh pyrex pyrex there we go that's what i was trying to say um there was two bits of pyrex and it, it kind of jammed in the walls between the two bits of pyrex and we just put a lid on it and ran it across the road and we were like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna release it and let it go in the field and we opened the, the Pyrex and it jumped out and then quickly turned around and darted straight across the road back to where it came from. A car came past and almost ran it over, but didn't didn't quite. Um, that would have been it would have been it? quite traumatic. But so this week has been a bit of a journey for us, going from oh cute mouse, let's catch it alive to today we went to Bunnings and bought a trap, like an actual killie trap. Uh, not, a, not a snappy snap snap trap because <laughs> a snappy snap snap trap doesn't always work and I've heard some horror stories about snappy snap snap traps but um, we got an electric shock trap so and it's currently trapped in the bedroom where Anna refuses to sleep tonight if, we, if the mouse is not turned up dead I, am I, I going to be going in to check? Yes. I'm more than happy no, to no 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 we're not scared of the mouse but she doesn't want to sleep in the room with it I don't you don't want to see it dead. <laughs> you don't want to see it alive. You probably or dead. shouldn't have bought a trap then, especially one with like a see-through window where you can see whether there's a dead mouse inside. Anyway, we'll we'll update you next week about the fate of the mouse that we may actually have like domesticated <laughs> by next week rather than killed. Well, but, um, that would be a that would be a, a way of turning defeat into victory. Would be to just embrace the mice put it in a have a mouse room like uh, executive producer gina has guinea pig rooms yeah what are guinea pigs if not just big mice gina if you're ever going to bring your guinea pigs around here do warn us because we've got like these ultrasonic rodent repulsion things all over the house now and so uh, incidentally listeners if you can hear a really high-pitched noise like, which we can't hear like at the end of sergeant peppers then it's <laughs> it's it's trying to get rid of the mice in the room or middle age, or middle aged. Could be, no, no, middle age that you're hearing. Oh right, you got tinnitus. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah so I don't or know. I mean, you're just listening to Sergeant Pepper. Maybe. And us at the same time. Yeah. That's like um, if you listen to Dark Side of the Moon whilst watching uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Mm. If you listen to Sugary Brew and listen to Sergeant Pepper at the same you, time, you you see your entire future. It sounds just like tinnitus. Yeah. <laughs> People <laughs> often say to me, James, listening to you, bit like tinnitus. Bit, bit, bit like tinnitus. I've always 
taking that as a compliment. Well, anyway, that's seven minutes of hi. Hi. We, we covered a few things. Um, How about we put the kettle on? Let's put the kettle let's on. Let's put the kettle on. And we'll be back. Oh, the kettle's already. Done. I was going to say we'll be back after this, but we may not even have to be back after. No, let's, oh, let's, let's be back. Let's be back. After let's be this. back after this. That was a seamless segue. You're a seamless segue. Okay. I haven't even thought about it. So, James and Anna have just got into the bedroom to check the mouse trap, or even the mouse trap. Um, I've just r- recorded, or not recorded, <laughs> the entire tea section. We're already drinking the tea, and um, I'm just waiting to see whether there's a scream that comes from the bedroom. <laughs> James James just heard me doing the podcast and said Danny's doing the podcast and Louise to himself from the bedroom is it in the trap yeah, no. no hey is it in the trap nah nah okay nah, nah. Are you recording I am come it's... come get your mic on gonna get my mic on get my mic right on I was just telling the dear listeners Hi. Hi. So we did a, we did a, did you tell them we didn't record a whole section? Uh, we can tell them again. So we didn't record a whole section. We didn't just record that whole section, which is a shame because uh, we've been talking, that, was, that was some, that was probably our best tea section. Our best tea section we've ever had. I can't be asked to is, do it again. No, we, we're not going to try and recreate it, but we should. Suffice it to say is that we are drinking um, Kawa Kapow, one of, um, Hecky homemade herbals signature blends, and we think it's our favourite tea yet. It's really lovely, lovely, um, lovely. Oh, I'm not supposed <laughs> to do that. Um, yeah, Kawa um, Kawa. Danny, Danny, Kawa 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 Yeah, I did. I, I, I thought that joke was worth doing twice. Kawa go. But then you told me off for doing it, and now you're like last time you actually said the break of day. Last time we didn't. Uh, me. <laughs> I actually don't know any more lyrics of that song other than that. I moved into Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. Why do fools fall in love? Anyway, um, so the upshot of all that is that it's a beautiful brew. It we, is a we're going to try and Ka- get Kawa lemongrass and ginger. We didn't actually get that far because we stopped at Kawakawa last time yeah. and, and turned Kawa, it Kawa, into Kawa, a song. Kawakawa chameleon. Yes, um, lemongrass and ginger. All of which I guessed in a we're turning the tea um, section well, not, into a blind, not permanently, taste. but there was a blind taste. We happened to this time. And I, stand, and I got all three components. I stand, I, I I stand by the fact that it still smells like those everlasting gobstopper sweets that I used to have as a child, like at school. You know, those massive cinnamon-based spicy... Oh, yeah, you remember sweet ones. They ended up chewing gum, but they start really hard and you can't even crunch them until they've yeah, actually yeah, melted yeah, yeah. down. And, and until that point, it's kind of like that. And they were the most expensive lolly. Sweetie, in in, in the in the sweetie section. Not in my sweetie you, section. You, got, <laughs> you <laughs> leave um, your sweetie section out of it. Thinking dear. back, it's kind of reminds me of that scene from Pulp Fiction with the. Uh, but anyway, Royale with cheese. Not that bit. Okay. <laughs> the bit with the. Anyway. 
<laughs> I was and just also the other thing that that I did say is that the success of this podcast, like I think whether we have a good or a bad show. Was, what are you laughing at? Was that not on this bit? No, oh, it was on no. this bit. No, it got cut off. Like that's how we started the yeah, section yeah, last yeah, time. I is, is, it was really good. I had an idea. Well, I had I, I had a realization that this podcast rests on on how well My wheezy I can, cackle. how I can make James wheeze in, with laughter because without his wheezy laughter this show would be nothing basically <laughs> and and we have like this kind of good cop bad cop scenario where I make him wheeze and he makes the show happen by wheezing at my crappy I'm jokes. I'm feeling a massive pressure to wheeze right yeah. now. Yeah. Whoa. The toilet's <laughs> just down there. <laughs> and um, it's got a door on it now. It, it does have a door on it. Um, the other thing is that now I, I was trying to keep track of how much time we've been recording, but it's completely thrown off because we lost 20-something minutes of recording. And did that affect the... Well, the timer, the timer is now at... 30 minutes including the bit we didn't record yeah nah that's, that's again that's Christopher Nolan weird stuff man podception yeah yeah podception yeah hecky hecky homemade herbals hecky carver kapow absolutely superb superb um, can we before we sign off on the tea section Danny needs <laughs> yes. to tell her her tell his, who, her tell who. his is Anna in the bedroom with a mouth still <laughs> you were in there like checking the trap and then she hasn't come out Maybe it's... There wasn't a mouse, but there was a massive monster. <laughs> Anna, are you all right? It's not going to go in the trap if you're in there keeping an eye on it. A watch trap never boils. Yeah, quite. Yeah, I told her. Yeah. Well, it must be in there because we trapped it in there. No, you're under the, under the impression that because the door's closed and the window's closed, it's not going to escape. There will be crevices. Nice, notorious crevice finders. <laughs> yeah. This is our first, this week has been our first um, mouse experience. I don't even remember if the mouse talk was part of Did the intro. Not? I think it was. That I was don't. part of the intro. I hope so because I can't. I'm not going to repeat myself. We're not repeating to ourselves to anyone that listens because uh, no. Danny didn't record. Yeah, also no one listens. I was going to say. Do. Yeah, well, you, me, Janie, who my I sister, love. My sister. And my niece and nephew. Who we also love. Yeah. And my mum now. And this bloke, a really good friend of mine, an old, who I haven't seen for a long time. And one guy in France. And a guy, hey, bonjour, ça va? Oui, ça va bien, merci. Ah, je voudrais une pompe s'il vous plaît. Un moment. <laughs> right, so why does Pams owe you an apology? No, why do you owe Pams an apology? I, I don't, so, yeah, Pam. so last week... Uh, when I slammed Pam <laughs> for uh, ah, on air, <laughs> on air, I slammed Pam. It was very uncomfortable well, to be in the room. The, the, the point is that um, Pam's plastic bag was was a number was a number seven, right? And this week, when my mum was visiting, she brought a recyclable thing from the organic shop, and that was. A number seven as well, I noticed. And that is that that was compostable, supposedly. Although it said PLA is compostable PLA. PLA is a type of plastic. PLA isn't short for plastic, it's short for the PL it's an acronym for the type of plastic. I like it, that, I like it. Like plastic is long science word. Either way, 
Um, but you quite rightly pointed out that despite the fact that I thought, oh, well, maybe it, it, it's compostable in our home compost, you and maybe maybe to... Pam's bag, and maybe I shouldn't have slammed Pam <laughs> Pam's bag. But what are you laughing at? And as and as. Anna's apparently not allowed to laugh. No, she There's is. There's a lot. There are a lot of truths coming about tonight. <laughs> Who's Pam? Pam. <laughs> I don't know who Pam is. Pam is polythene Pam. Polythene Pam. Well, you should see polythene Pam. She's so good looking, but she looks like a man. You should see her in drag, but a polythene bag. Pam's finest au chocolat. Pam au chocolat. Pam au chocolat. We should really avoid speaking French with it. As we do have, we are we, big in Japan. France. Are we? Big in France. France. Yeah. Do they speak good French in Japan? Yeah. Okay. La Rochelle. Do they speak good Japanese in La Rochelle? We're losing everyone but our one listener in France yeah. now, so we should probably play <laughs> to the masses by killing the French. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> Not, and I don't mean the people. We've been down to ten listeners. <laughs> I don't mean the. I don't mean the people of France. I mean just the, the notion language. of Frenchness as a concept. No, 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 no. The notion of the nation. I may have to cut this whole bit out because it inadvertently walked me into a racist, like, cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. <laughs> is there? <laughs> Which is, is French? <laughs> is there any sort of cul-de-sac that isn't racist? Is there any sort of cul-de-sac that isn't French? Yes. Ones that I've lived in two cul-de-sacs. No, the word cul-de-sac literally is. Can you say it in your patented Geordie accent? Cul-de-sac? No, you can't. No, I can't. No, you're right. I can't. Um, all right, we'll be back after this short message from our sponsors. Do we have sponsors? <laughs> no, but it's sounding good. Isn't it? <laughs> it is all right. Yeah. I thought we were getting some news about some new sponsors. We'll do a jingle. Um, so and last week, you, you you may or may not have noticed that there was a lack of cricket minute. There was. We um, discussed so we, that we were going to have a cricket minute, and then we didn't swiftly went on to talk about 15 minutes of something completely unrelated, and then it all went on too far. Um, so this week, there is going to be one, unless this is shit. Mm. So I, I'm trying to um, sell cricket to Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I love most about cricket... Is that it's got it's, people in it? It's got people in <laughs> And I think alone in elite sport, it's a sport it, 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 that encompasses more diversity. And I'm not talking about cultural diversity, although it does do that too. It encourages a diversity of talent, skill, and, um, uh, you know... Is it not an entirely an imperial construct? Oh, absolutely, and there's a lot that is fascinating about that. Um, with in when England play India now, there's uh, but that's not what I want to talk about. That, that's <laughs> Sorry, a, that's a fascinating. Distracted fascinating, you. And there, there are in, uh, incredible books written Good. on that. Yeah, subject. yeah. So sell it to me, ignoring and the so the imp- cricket, ignoring is- <laughs> the empire. <laughs> well, well, you on. can't. You can't. I'm going to sell it to you on a slightly uh, a, a smaller scale and and less controversial. Scale, not controversial is the wrong word, but it's it's certainly, um, you know, that's that's a talk for a day, and I haven't had a beer, and you're not freaked out by mice. Hmm. So cricket, one of the things I love about cricket is that all shapes and sizes can play it. Right in in oh. international cricket, 
at the moment, for example, we have playing for the West Indies, Raheem Cornwall, who is a humongous... Um, Did he play the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Joaquin Phoenix. There we go. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. Far out. Well. So is he a big quick, lad? Quick, he's a big lad. Is he a big lad? And he, he, Is there an advantage for no. big lads to, to block the stumpy things? <laughs> is that what they're called? Is that, is that the less big lads? The stumpy? The stumpy. No, no, the, the, the point is less that his, his size his, isn't why he's good. His size does not define him. No, exactly. But in, in, in cricket, you don't need to be... A not stick. everyone is is the the athletic super toned fast bowler or batsman who you know is in the peak of fitness. Rakim Cornwall is a, is a spinner, so his his run up is minimal, and he uses a lot of flight in his bowling and the spin, and he he is very clever. He's a bowler then. Yeah, but do, he's a does slow everyone bowler. Do, do, do people? Well, that's a bit unfair, isn't it? Just because he's a big lad doesn't mean you call him slow. (laughs) The style of bowling, he's a spinner. So he bowls it deliberately slowly and it moves in the air and then it bounces and it moves off the ground. Confusing about... At different angles. At different angles. So you've got off spin and leg spin from a left or right-handed bowler. But that's not the point. The point is that cricket embraces all sorts of different... Cricket embraces... Uh, batsmen can be just swashbuckling, amazing, you know, entertainers, or they can be players of, of, of like uh, someone like Mark Richardson for New Zealand, or even Alistair Cook for England. People who have got like three strokes, and all they've got is grit and determination. Um, cricket embraces more variety of humanity than any other sport. Is it? And you get to watch more. It's it's an individual game within a team sport and it's fantastic for that. Okay. Is it, so... Oh, I just, I felt like I won a point there. I'm sitting back and having a sip of beer. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You wouldn't, you you actually didn't let me interrupt then. But you would have done had I... No, no, I tried, but... I know. But you you uh steamrolled me with your facts about inclusivity (laughs) of life. They were just names. Well, that too. Names are facts. Um, so, do the bowlers also bat? Absolutely. So, um, 11 players. I know nothing about cricket. As that question... Betrays. And Gina may not know this either, so... So, so listen. Right. Are you listening, Gina? <sighs> yeah, Exec Gina. producer and friend uh, of the thank show. Thank you for your feedback this week, instantly, Gina um, and Mike. We've taken it all aboard and probably ignored it, but... You know, we're trying. Um, what was the question? Whether bat- oh, yeah. bowlers so, bat so and batsmen all bowl. All bowlers have to bat, but not all batters have to bowl, right? Um, so Why is that? Because uh, you can nominate anyone to bowl. Not everyone has to, but everyone has to have a turn at batting. The good batsmen start first, and the rubbish batsmen go in last. Okay, so big, big lad. Big lad, he where, where, is, does he uh, bat f- f- at the beginning or the in, end? Uh, at the beginning of the end. Ah. Now, it's not the end. It's not even the beginning of the end. It is maybe the end of the beginning. Do you know who that was? Nope. 
Churchill, mate. Oh, was it? Yeah. Mm. Who I'm not a fan of. That's going back to where I <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. So, so that, um, that's, that's my... That's Cricket Minute. That, that was uh, the first episode... Not, not episode. The first, the first chunk of, of getting me interested in cricket. And I think you're onto something. Because fatties can play it. Well, no, that's not what I mean. Although it would mean that I, I could have a go at some point. No, I wasn't saying I wasn't. You're, you're... Yeah, yeah, I know. I do, but I, it genuinely, I think that it all shapes, sizes, and also, you know, psychologically, all shapes and sizes can play it as well. Humans. I, it's the most human game. So is it? It's. You, is it because it's not especially athletic? No, but it is especially athletic. So, so the the, the likes of um, um, Raheem Cornwall and in England, Samit Patel a few years ago, um, there are fewer of them at the elite elite level of cricket now than there have been maybe in the past. Like county cricket in England was notorious for Counting beer drinking. Cricket? Professional, like professional cricket, non the level below mm. international yeah. in England, was was notorious for beer drinking, pie eating, fag smoking professionals. Right, um, that's less the case now. There is a higher level of professionalism and and athleticism. But even given that, the likes of Raheem Cornwall can rise to the top. Um, the likes of uh, Monty Panesar a few years ago for England. God, that's really more like. 15 years ago now. Anyway, mm. the eyes glazed then. Well, I mean, only just, and it's been quite a while. I so, take that as a minor victory. Congratulations. Prosecution rests. We, I know a tiny Defense bit rests. more. Judgment to the plinth, <laughs> as we like to say. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's an in-joke from my PlayStation friend, right. C- Cookie Kwan, who, my friend Kai, who... Lives in Australia. In he uh, went to his wedding. I did go to his wedding, um, and which is interesting because at his wedding was the first time that I met him in person. And Jen. And Jen. Anyway, what was I saying about Cookie? Oh, judgment to the plinth. Yes. So yeah, Cookie. Cookie has uh, a penchant, shall we say? <laughs> that's for our French listeners. That's for our. Fr- that's for our, our one. Our one French listener. Cul-de-sac. Um for mis mispronouncing things, possibly intentionally, but po- po- probably a, a, not. A malapropism. But going with it. A malapropism. A what? <laughs> a malapropism. Like and mal- Ringo Starr was famous for them, wasn't he? Uh, uh, um, named after Mrs. Malaprop in some play. When you when you jangle, jumble the words of a phrase. Like judgment to the plinth. He doesn't mean judgment to the plinth. He means yeah, I know what he right? means. A, yeah. a hard day's night was a malapropism, right? It's a, a phrase slightly rearranged that doesn't actually mean anything, and yet ends up being really good. Yeah. So that's what judgment to the plinth is. Yeah. And that's what you just did with your cricket minute. Judgment to the plinth. Kapai. Kapai. We'll be back right after this with some telly talk. Telly talk. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Telly Minute. Telly Minutes. We, all of our... Um, they shouldn't be called Telly Minutes because no. everything we talk about Telly takes bit. at least 12 minutes. Yeah. And usually... Should is, take 
a minute. <laughs> no, but usually isn't about what no. the section started being about, which is hopefully that's why they love us. Mm, well, we'll find out. In France. Yeah. <laughs> but we should just do this whole Maybe thing. Maybe one, one of those. <laughs> BDSM is not, is it? That's something else. What's the MRSM? You're thinking about that thing in in, in the everlasting gobstopper again. What are those videos where people gently wrap presents? Oh, ASMR. Yeah, BDSM. BDSMR. BDSMR. Um, Isn't that some sort of computer language? It might be. Yeah. So, welcome to Cricket Minute. <laughs> no, no, Cricket Minute, we did oh, actually shit, record. Yeah, no, telly this minute. is now telly. Oh, you telly. Watched, I watched this week, I watched the IPL on telly. So, oh, that's a controversy, but carry on. Let's not bring it back to no. Cricket Minute. See, look, I don't know how many minutes we've already been introducing this telly minute, which is, but it's been yeah, longer it's than a minute. Um, so, we finished, uh, we finished Ted Lasso first season, mm-hmm. which was. Fun. We enjoyed it. Um, Did it I, go anywhere? Yeah, well, is it, is, you is know, it? it's just a feel-good, fun thing. And I think you, you like football as well, so you yeah. you know you will enjoy it on an extra level. But it was just fun characters, and it was a good palate cleanser for a couple of quite depressing <laughs> dramas I watched this week. Go on. Um, and and incidentally, one of the char- one of the act- actress, one of the actresses from Ted Lasso turned up in one of these movies that I'm about to talk about. It's always, it, it breaks the fourth wall, it takes you out, doesn't it? Because it's but actually, So, in Ted Lasso, she's like, she plays like a wag type, you know, mm-hmm. which I don't know if our listeners know what that is. I'm sure they do. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, spilling the tea. Um, don't know why I said that. <laughs> um... <laughs> So she, um, she, you know, she's real sort of like, you know, yeah. kind of accent. But then in this other movie, which is called Palmer, it's a movie with, um, oh man, I should have written myself some notes, <laughs> but then I would have written it wrong and then mispronounced his name. What's that singer guy? Elvis Presley. No, alive enough to be in a movie right now. Ed Sheeran. No. Give me more to go on, man. Um, I don't want to break Nick into Cave. song. Break uh, into song. No. Yeah. You've uh, got a lovely voice, by the way. No, I don't. You do. Thanks. Sing. No. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I've gone blank. Right. You you've, you've distracted me and now I've gone blank. And I don't want to sing Grammy a River. <laughs> Jimmy Cliff. No. <laughs> Jimmy That's Cliff. many rivers to cross. Oh, God. Grammy <laughs> <Cry me> River. <laughs> it sounded a bit like that. Yeah. Um, um, all right, look, I'm going to. Is he get... old? No, he's young. Why Bloody don't do Justin young Timberlake. Oh, there we I, go. It hasn't even loaded yet, just so I don't like, you know, I should have known that. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And, uh, off. Ted Lasso. Right. Except she's like playing a, a drug addicted American with a very good accent. And had right. I not seen right, Ted Lasso, right, right. I would have no idea that she wasn't a drug addicted American or even an actress. But anyway, point being, the, the film is called Palmer. The, the character of Justin Timberlake is Palmer. Right. The surname's Palmer. He goes what is by it? Palmer. Is it a, a movie? Uh... It's a drama movie, yeah. Right. It was on Apple. Apple it's an Apple original movie. Right. <laughs> Basically, he comes out of um, 
prison after a 12-year stint and then somehow ends up caring for the child of this drug like drug addicted lady who disappears for a while and it's kind of you know it's a it's a bit tough but it's kind of like a essentially a feel-good thing at the end of the day it's not like a horror like you know the the kid has a lot of issues and he stands up for the kid and you know no spoilers but a bit kind of broad strokesy kind of pull at the heartstring yeah it's not always tv movie it's a lot it's kind of it's it's sort of like Little Miss Sunshine, but more serious. Right, Little Miss Sunshine is in my top five films of all time. It is a very good movie. Um, and the other... Fuck a lot of women. <laughs> the line from Little Miss Sunshine is just so brilliant. The whole film is brilliant. Is that the granddad? Yeah. He's a brilliant actor. Do you know his name? Uh, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin? Is that right? Possibly. Do you want to double check it? You You double check it. What? So um, the other, probably more depressing movie, um, which I think is also an Apple original movie, was um, Alan Arkin. Is it Alan Arkin? Yeah, I like him. And he he was in um, he was in a was it Netflix series with Michael Douglas. Yes, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, quite yeah, fun. Yeah. I've not seen it, but yeah. I don't remember what that was called. Was he but also he was an in actor. Drummy film? No, that's someone else. No, that was someone else. That was a guy from. That was the guy from uh, Metal ja- Full Metal Jacket, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Anyway, um, and the film's called. Oh man, <laughs> I really should write myself some notes. The film, uh, the second film was called. <laughs> Gold, mate. This it? is gold. Kermo de Mayo. Do you want to freak it out right t- now? Tell us, tell us something you watched while I, I um, remind myself. I watched um, um, a couple of things this week. Vera finished the first series of. Just gets better and better. Um, I also watched the. Um, really pleased to have back on our street screens uh, the classic albums series documentaries um, about great records right um so i've rewatched many of them the bob marley one the paul the paul simon graceland the lennon plasticone band great ones in the past um but the new series i think the first for like 15 years came out this week was the who sell out their 1967 sort of first concept album the who sell out oh. <laughs> um a really great album um Lesser known than Tommy, Who's Next, and Live at Leeds, but um, it contains um, I Can See for Miles, which is an all-time classic track, um, and it's 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 a parody of a um, pirate radio show in the late 60s. So they do their own jingles, um, which are funny, and they do um, adverts in between the songs, and the whole thing plays like a sort of swinging 60s um, pirate radio show. Have you seen the film The Boat That Rocked? Yes. Yeah, it's that. Mm, that, was, that was enjoyable, that movie. Oh, it's a, it's a like solid it. three stars, thoroughly enjoyable. Three out of ten. <laughs> Mine goes up to 11. Oh. Out of five. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and, and, and great insight uh, uh, um, from 
producers and, and makers. So what's that? Of, what's that called? The Who Set Out. No, 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 the series. Classic albums. Classic albums. They've done, they've done loads. The Beach Boys Pet Sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, actually. Really, I really I've seen cool. that one, in fact. Um, I think Beastie Boys, they've done one on. Um, oh, all sorts, all sorts. Um, so just lovely to have that back on our screens and, mm. and thoroughly enjoyed that. And mm. my God, Roger Daltrey looks old. Mm. Carry on. On that note. So the movie I'm talking I was about to talk about and then forgot what was called Cherry. Uh, oh, Cherry, Oh, Baby. No, just Cherry. Oh, Cherry, Oh, Baby. No, just Cherry. Um, it's, got, <laughs> it's got Tom Holland in it, who was a Spider-Man. Yes. Um, but when I first saw... So, you know, usually when you go to watch a movie, we look on IMDb, and if it gets, like, less than seven, we don't really probably consider it unless we're really struggling. Mm. This uh, Cherry movie... So anyway, before I get to the Cherry movie, I saw a photo of Tom Holland... And in my mind, I was convinced he was Billy Elliot. Cool, but yep, interesting, interesting. Don't they look the same? Him um, and uh, Jer- Jamie Bell? Jamie, Jamie Bell? Bell? Jamie Bell. Mini Jamie Bell. Bolly Elliot. Yeah, I made him, yeah. yeah. I wonder if anyone picked on that, picked up on <laughs> that. Um, so, Cherry is, oh, it actually gets 6.6 on IMDb, which is, so we must have been struggling. But um, Cherry drifts from, co- from college dropout to army medic in Iraq, anchored only by his true love, Emily. But after returning from the war with PTSD, his life spirals into drugs and crime as he struggles to find his place in the world. That sounds like a heavier role than Tom Holland is. Yeah, it is. And he was actually really good in it. Um, And it was quite quite a tough watch. Um, It was pointed out to me that Tom Holland is also English, which I had Mm. no idea about because... I've only ever seen him in Spider-Man and in this. And both times he had a quite a convincing American accent. Right. I think it's much, much easier for English actors to do a, an American accent versus American actors doing an English accent, don't you? Is that not just because we are English and we can find we find it harder to pick up on mistakes of American accents because we're not nuanced in our in our hearing of different dialects of American? English. Could be. That could be why. I mean, if I, if I was American, yeah, you've, you've nailed it. Uh, I think it could be. It, I mean, you know, we can... I didn't, I didn't expect to sway you so quickly and persuasively. No, then. I mean... I expected some pushback. Well, I mean, you can... T- we c- okay, I'll give you some pushback. We c- despite not being American and therefore like picking up on the nuances of an American accent, like of of regional American accents. We have heard many, many, many American accents in movies. And a lot of the supporting cast have similar accents. Yeah. The Wire is a great example of that. I mean, the the two leads... Mm. English. Mm. And and would never have thought... Which brings me to another thing we've been watching... Which is a new HBO mini series mm-hmm. um, called Mayor of East Town. Uh, the Kate Winslet thing. Kate Winslet thing. Another I, I read about English. it. Really thought it looks good, but a bit grim. Is it a bit grim? It is a bit grim, and uh, it's currently only two episodes in. 
Right. Uh, but it's she's, so she's a, detect really it's a detective drum. It could be that by the fifth episode, they're singing all singing and dancing. And dancing. <laughs> but she does, you know, she's, it's a subdued kind of. Um, subdued. Don't it bad. Um, yeah, so that's another one we're actually enjoying. Um, we're going to continue watching uh, that. Me, what's it called? It's called Mayor, M-A-R-E. Of, of, of East Town. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's right up your alley. I thought with grim detectives, grim detective, you know, subdued grim detective story. <laughs> which is, I didn't know that I had a subdued grim detective alley. Well, <laughs> you do. <laughs> so I'm told. Um, but yeah, so I think that pretty much covers everything I've watched this week. Now, I, 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 my final TV um, experience of the week, mm. we, we briefly touched upon when Danny and I met up during the week, at the weekend. It was a long weekend here in New Zealand. Um, and Janie and I came to lunch with Danny and Anna and Danny's mum, and it was just delightful. But one of the nicest meals I've ever had, full stop, including, you know, eating out and yeah, just delightful. Anyway, right. um, so everyone, wasting... come round to Danny's house. <laughs> Brilliant. Are you going to tell them my address again? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, carry on. <laughs> so I watched with, with um, my darling partner, Janie, and her parents, who I'm living with at the moment while we build a house in their back garden. It's almost done, isn't it? It is almost done. Mm, very exciting. It, it got painted on the inside today. The undercoats went in. Oh. I know, right? Mm. And it's, yeah, terribly excited. Um, anyway, so we watched Rocket Man. Rocket, Rocket Man. Man! And I absolutely loved it. I've got a few things to say about it. And, but, 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 but Danny bloody hated it. So let, let's, let me get what I'm going to say out of the way first, and then you can tell me I'm wrong. Um, first of all, um, it stars Jamie Bell as Bernie Taupin. Does it we now? we talked about earlier. No. Um, it also... Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> No, don't. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, you're right. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No. It also stars um, friend of the show Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham. <laughs> but he plays um, a beautiful. Uh, I can't remember Clive Davis. Uh, um, cigar smoking impresario. Brilliant. Um, nice one. That guy. Yeah, but he, he's nice not. One, nice one. Um, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was brilliant. It uh, made me cry twice. Um, when he's putting music to your song and Torpin's upstairs in the bathroom and hears it and comes down and he's singing to him. Just genius. Um, spoilers, when old Elton gives little Elton a hug, the little lad that plays young Elton is just superb. Tears through my, and it's just a film made with um, imagination, unlike something like Bohemian Rhapsody, which was just a bleh, straight ahead, boring um, biopic. Rocket Man, I thought, um, had imagination, it had flair. Um, it brought to my mind, um, there were several points that were clearly historically way Inaccurate. out, right? So songs played at the Troubadour weren't written for another three years. Um, uh, he didn't get his name from John Lennon, it was from Long John Baldry, um, a band leader in the early 60s. Um, Don't go breaking my heart. Loads, loads of things that, that weren't, didn't who played uh, aren't, aren't historical truths, but make narrative truth. Who played Elton? Uh, Taron Edgerton. And I thought it was superb. It was superb. He's the brother of someone, isn't he? Uh, he's Bill Edgerton's brother. 
I don't That's know. Who I'm thinking of. He's he's got a famous actor brother, isn't he? No, I don't think so. What's his name? Taron Egerton. All right, you carry on, like harping on about how brilliant this movie <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, but I thought I thought the 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 the. the, the the juxtaposition between narrative truth. Um, I studied archaeology at university and at the same time as um, Ridley Scott's Gladiator came out. And it was just the, the, the a hobby for all archaeology students to go, oh, they weren't wearing that sort of sandal until at least a century after that. Makes no difference. It's, 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 it, movies are... are um, Entertainment and and after, you know, Mary Queen of Scots, Mary Queen of Scots, and, and and Elizabeth never met, but in the film that came out a couple of years ago, they did meet because of narrative truth, not because of historical truth, and I think I think that's what movies should be about, and I think the narrative truth of Rocket Man sticks uh, is is a lot more truthful to the spirit of Elton John and his career and his persona than for example the fairly strictly doggedly by the book truth of Bohemian Rhapsody was to the career of of Queen and mm. and which just sucks all the glamour and the life and and the the flamboyance away from you mean the reality of it the reality but Bohemian Rhapsody it's, was okay, quote so unquote a more realistic film than Rocket Man was, right? Mm. But the spirit of it is the spirit of Rocket Man is much more true to the spirit of reality than the spirit of Bohemian Rhapsody was. Mm. Go. I don't really have that much to say because we didn't get far into <laughs> it. You turned it off. We turned it off. Um and it just so neither Anna or I, uh, I think I've mentioned, I may have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it, I may have edited it out no, of a made, previous made mention. Cut, made Did it? Yeah. So we're not really fans of musicals in general. And I mean, I, I, I would have probably been... But you can take, with Rocketman, it it's not a musical. You can take, there, yeah, there are three or four musical set pieces, which, which are... I think it was pretty early on. Fantasy sequences, they're yeah. not. Yeah, I know, which made it seem even more kind of like airy fairy to me. I don't know. I was just like, and I don't mean that, you know. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> but um, the the um, one of the first songs is is it young the young boy playing on a piano, yeah. and it's like it just seemed really false and kind of like. I mean, I don't. I I, I think I like I like the music of Elton John. I've got nothing against. Danny, you're really upsetting me. I, I just want to say. Mate, don't go breaking my heart. Oh, hey, you're hey, right there. Yeah. Oh, you had me. You had me. Um, you have to but anyway, go, go, so you have to go through that. I don't know the costumes and the, and the glitz and the musicals and the glitz and the glamour and the kind of like the costumes were, were were real. I mean, the costumes were they didn't make anything up with the costumes. The costumes were uh, ripped out of photograph albums. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I don't. That, yeah, but maybe the, maybe the the costumes are the part that I'm not really into in the real life. Right. I mean, and and when it's kind of like a real persona of a real artist, you know, like David Bowie or whatever, mm. that's part of his show. But when it's actually then recreated in a movie and kind of in a Hollywoody kind of way. It, it all kind of cuts in and out of like these fantasy sequences yeah. and all that sort of stuff. I just didn't. 
So I like my I rock and roll. I didn't with think it. it was Hollywood. I thought it was. I thought it was more imaginative than that. I it didn't. It wasn't I a, don't know. It didn't see. I. I wasn't. I didn't find it. I didn't find it that convincing. Would you I try think. it again? I mean, I, I could. I suppose. I don't have to. It's absolutely no. It's an entirely. No, I mean. I'm, Maybe I didn't get to the good bits. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, that's the first part where they start singing, it's, it's when his father and his mother and his grandmother and the kids start singing um, hmm. I Need Love, I think, from a, a later period Elton John album. Hmm. And songs from the West Coast, I think. And you're like, oh, they're singing. And I, 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 yeah. that, is, that takes, takes a bit of, of getting through. I get that. Totally. Yeah, that's, that's the sort of thing that, that's the thing that I don't like. In movies that much, but then like that, what was that movie with the Beatles songs and the and the Yesterday? Yeah, I quite enjoyed that one. Right, they were more live performances, weren't they? They they were they were, they were more yeah, and and, the... it, and it wasn't like I mean it it was not even remotely supposedly a an, a biographical sure, movie. Sure. It was like complete drama, and then I guess maybe there. I don't mind the singy songingness of it <laughs> as much. I don't know. There was some, something just kind of like I don't know. Something went the wrong way about it. Went down the wrong hole. <laughs> I don't know. It went down your. your, what, your did you, Anna, what did you think? Oh. Rocket Man. We. Uh, it's because we turned it off. <laughs> we turned it off. But anyway, look. If if the you chippies are coming out, so I think that's a yeah, time to pause it might be tough. Like, there's a lot. We're gonna have to. We're just having to speak you're really loudly up, you're over, up. The, <sighs> over the proper crisps being handed out in a bowl. Um, so I think you know that was probably a, a fairly long chunk. We're at seventy-three minutes, including the twenty odd minutes that we cut out. So I reckon we're probably there. I, I'm about to put a chip into my mouth. So um, we'll see you for a for a farewell section. Okay. See you in part. No, this four. is. The, oh no, we, are we not just signing off? Uh, okay. Bye. No, there was something I wanted oh, to say. Okay. I want. I want to say. I, I was. I was telling you how anxious I was driving here, not just because Zoe was terrifying at dinner tonight, but because. I had sent you the link to Sam Lee and Fairport Convention, a little playlist that I curated. Mm. Um, how nervous I was that you were going to absolutely hate them. Oh, why would I? Because you might. I mean, that's totally fine. Um, I listened to a podcast called The 1001 Album Club, in which um, American guys... The 1000 Club. <laughs> The 1001 Club. The, the 1001 Album Club. The 1001... The, one, the 1001 Album Club. All right. What, what is it? The... Well, wouldn't the it thousand be... And one. Yeah, the 1001, wouldn't it? So I've been listening to this podcast called <laughs> The 1001 Album Club. Right. In which um, musicians in America go through, you know, these 1001 albums you must hear before you die. No, but a thousand yeah. and one restaurants you must go to. A thousand and one. Films I didn't you know must see. it was a thousand and one. That's quite uh, a lot. <laughs> I thought it was like they're hoping to go you, for a really long time with this podcast. Are usually, aren't they like you know usually? But like the point 10. is, anyway. I uh, they've got to like the the late sixties, early seventies. So for 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 like three months, I knew they were coming up to Richard and Linda Thompson's. I want to see the bright light tonight, and it's an album I really care about. And so, starting every episode, I'd be like, oh, phew, it's not that one. And then it got to be the episode in which they discuss this kind of arcane English folk album. 
And I was so nervous in case they just ripped into it, as they have every right to. And they've, they've ripped into albums that I love in the past, right. like um, The Incredible String Band's The Hangman's Beautiful Daughter, which I totally get. I love it, but it's... You're making our show notes really complicated. <laughs> Sorry. You've got all this written down. But the, but the point is, yeah. I had that feeling driving here to listen to, 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 to discuss with you. What if you just hate... Fairport and Richard Linda Thompson, which we totally within your rights to do. Would it be? And more... then I get here, and you haven't even fucking listened to it, it. Is that going to be more or less upsetting than me not liking Rocket Man? Rocket Man, um, less. Rocket Man is less. Fairport is much yeah. more important. Fairport yeah. is, is 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 writ large so in my soul. You basically soul. want me not to switch it off? No, I, I, hate I, it. I want you to. I want you to. I'm not going to hate it. I, I can tell you already. It, I want you to I listen to it all. And also, and I want you, I, to, want look, you I, to be honest with me. I'm intrigued with the little story that I expect you have woven with your selection of songs. I'm, no, I, I just did it chronologically. Oh. Well, I mean, that kind of tells a weaving story in yeah, itself. Well, it does, because it goes from... They, they started off in, in the late 60s being a, a, a... They were all so young. Like Richard, Richard Thompson was like 16 when they started recording. Um, and they started off being a, an American covers band, like recording... Like so is Jerry the Mitchell. entire list Fairport Convention? No, it starts off being... So Richard Thompson was in Fairport Convention. Right. So it starts off in 69... 68? 69 with um, their early just getting into folk so they then discovered english folk music and then they got in this fiddler called dave swarbrick who was a proper died in the wall <laughs> proper folky right folky fiddler so you can hear the, the, their progression into proper folk music and then out of it and then rich Thompson leaves and does solo albums and that's on there as well and he's got his work with so the whole playlist follows this one person's arc over a 10 year period 69 to 75 so yeah oh. six years yeah but that i mean that is you weaving his history into a set of I've songs. Done very little work i just picked my best songs from the albums yeah that's right <laughs> anyway i I, okay, I will bye. definitely listen to that and um the longer we go on about this this is torture holding a, a beautiful proper crisp in my hand right on and, three, uh, we're gonna, let's sign out, and on three, we're going to eat and then go. So, thank you very much for listening. Thank uh, you. Merci bien pour écouter à la voyage de la good ship sugary brew. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever and that was. Like us on Facebook. Send us a Like review. us on Facebook? Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, like, hit like, subscribe. Yeah. Um, check us out on Facebook. Write us an email. Send us a voicemail. Please. And um, w the show notes from everything we've discussed will probably make its way to Facebook in the next week. Yeah. <laughs> or so. They will. So possibly sooner rather than later. Hopefully, I'll give James a, a, a job to do I outside of recording the podcast, which will be to compile the show, uh, notes, the show notes. Pictures and playlists and... And um, we'll see you next week for Sugary Brew. Sugary Brew. Okay, okay bye. bye. Have a cup of tea. tea.